right, check this out, guys. I'll be back in a second. Let's get this Forbidden Nos intro going. Make sure you guys share this video. This is going to be a powerful video. I want everybody to share this video ASAP. And also, stay tuned for some real knowledge from Forbidden Knowledge, not Chat GPT. All right? Coming at you in one minute, guys. Make sure you share the video. It's Billy Carson here, a.k.a. Forbidden Knowledge. All right. It's going to be another great night tonight. We're going to get this party started. Looking forward to talking to every single one of you guys. And I got the Batman shirt on as I'm frozen again already. I tell you, I don't know what's up with this. These electrical storms freeze my cam. Hang tight. Hang All right. That fixed the problem real quick. So I got the Batman shirt on, all right, because I am Batman. Every day I'm Batman, like literally every day I'm Batman. You know, a lot of these uh, superheroes, they have a lot of powers outside of the normal powers that the average people have. And some of us, we just got to go out there and get it and grind every single day. And that's what I do. I go out there and grind every day, day and night, all right? That's why I like the Batman shirt and the Batman logo. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a hot topic, all right? Hot topic tonight. I see people filling up in the chat, all right? Uh, people filling up in the chat. Here we go, okay? Oneke Ruda, who knows? Fran Croson, John Essig, uh, Metagali Boni, all right? Real, OG281, Francis Johnson, Amisha PA. All right, here we go. Come on in, guys. I appreciate y'all. I'm glad y'all are coming in here. Uh, I'm going to turn my air conditioner on a little bit in here because I'm hot underneath these lights. Going to have a great talk. Please make sure you share the video. Trying to get, got to get the algorithm going properly. Got to get some shares, get the likes up. Please click the like button. All right. So let's get the like button clicked. Let's get the shares up so that we can get as many people as we possibly can watching this video. And while the chat is loading up, I'm going to take a quick second send out a quick text message see me looking up in the sky because i'm going to send out a quick text i want to make sure we maximize this people have requested that i text them when i go live so now that's what i do if you want to get on my text message list for when i go live all you have to simply do is send me a text message that's 954-245-0086 954-245-0086 and I will add you to my text message list for when I go live. And then you'll get a notification from me because sometimes, for whatever reason, I guess these platforms are maxed out or whatever it is. We don't know. 
those messages or those uh, notifications just don't seem to always go out. Uh, so um, I'm going to send a quick text out right here. Again, that number is, I'm going to type it in the chat real quick here while I'm doing this. 954-245-0086. Text me. And I will, be, I, I will add you to my text message list for when I go live. All right, text me. I just drop it in the chat. It's on all the chats, all right? Let me take this link here real quick. And we are going to send out a quick message to everybody while this chat's filling up. We got 880 people in the chat right now. That looks great. That's phenomenal. Let's see if we can get this thing up to 2,000 people in the chat. Let's see if we can get it up to 2,000. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this text message real quick. I hope you guys are excited about the Forbidden Conscious Awards coming in just a few short weeks, about two and a half weeks, all right? A few short weeks. It's going to be an amazing night here in Miami. You don't want to miss this event. I'll be talking about that tonight as well. It's going to be at the, at the Adrian Arch Center in Miami, Florida. You don't want to miss it because it's going to be the first event of its type in history. In history, nobody's ever done a full award ceremony on the level of the Oscars and the Emmys and the Grammys for the conscious community. Nobody's ever done that. We are doing it. So you want to be a part of this. You want to support. You want to be a part of it. All right. So I'll be uh, talking about that tonight briefly. I'll be dropping the link in the comments so that you can take advantage of getting your tickets. All right and coming down and being a part of this historical event, walk the red carpet, meet me in person, shake hands, take photos, bring your books so that I can sign them, all right? And, um, and have a great time with some incredible celebrities, the right kind of celebrities, celebrities that are helping humanity become better, celebrities that are helping to enlighten and lift us, thought leaders of the world, people that are sacrificing their life, their family, their money, and everything else, to be able to be a part of raising consciousness on this planet. And it's gonna be an amazing event. And we're giving away an Audi A4, that's a car, live at the actual event. You have to be sitting in the audience. Somebody in the audience will randomly be called out of the ticket holders. You have to have a ticket, obviously. The ticket holders, I think doing it by seat number or maybe a ticket that you get when you walk in. But either way, someone there will be doing a random drawing and picking a random person out of the audience. If that person is not there when we call the car raffle two-thirds into the ceremony that night, then we will pick another person. So you have to be there to actually win the car. The car will be parked right at the front door when you come into the venue with a big red bow on top. It's an Audi A4. I picked it up just the other day. You can see the video of me picking it up from the car dealership uh, on my Instagram account, at Forbidden Knowledge. All right? Um, so I sent that text out. Okay, the chat's filling up now. Let's go ahead and get this party started. Thanks to everyone who responded to my text message that just went out a couple of minutes ago and coming on here and getting on this live. If you're just joining us, please make sure you share this video. Please make sure you click the like button so we can get the algorithm going properly, all right? And so tonight, I'm gonna actually talk about ChatGPT. Um, the title is ChatGPT Exposed, right? And so what am I exposing? I'm exposing the flaws in the system. But I'm also going to talk about the positives in the system as well, because 
everything has a yin and everything has a yang. But you need to understand the difference between both. What things, what pitfalls are going to be there that you need to look out for and what things actually can be useful and helpful to take you to the next level or assist you with certain tasks, right? So this is going to be a balanced conversation. But I want you to understand where the flaws are, where the mistakes actually are. That's very, very important, all right? Very important. So hang tight, guys. We're going to get this party started. And I want to do one more thing here while everyone's loading up. I need to have Elizabeth bring me down a book. And because I need to use this book in this podcast. All right, it's upstairs in my loft. And she'll bring it down for me right quick. Um, all right, cool. Now, tonight I'm going to be using actual sources. I'm not just going to be talking off the top of my head because when you talk off the top of your head, that's where a lot of these YouTube accounts get themselves in trouble. You'll hear me talk and speak a lot on a lot of topics that seem completely like sometimes outrageous and, out, and, and sometimes outstanding, right? But you have to remember, I'm always referencing my sources. And if I've, if I've taken a hypothesis from a source, I always tell you how I came up with my hypothesis based on sources. Now, when you're talking about a topic as sensitive as chat GPT, you have to realize that, you know, the world is watching, uh, you know, when it comes to chat GPT, the world is watching everything that's being said about it. Uh, every time I say the name chat GPT, that is being picked up by an AI and that information is then being sent to uh, a data center and that data center is analyzing that information to see whether I'm talking positively, negatively, or neutral about the topic. It can even make a decision whether or not to uh, take the channel down, demonetize, uh, block it in certain countries, whatever the case may be, right? Reduce it, reduce your viewership, your exposure, your engagement, and all those kinds of things. So I'm very, very careful that I make sure I always use sources. Tonight, instead of just rambling and going on, which I typically never do, I always back you up with my sources and tell you where I got my information, but I'm going to read directly from actual uh, mainstream news articles and see what they had to say about some of the flaws and some of the errors. And I'm gonna tell you about an experience that I had myself with a particular error, just to show you uh, the depth of, you know, information can be good and information can be bad, no matter where it comes from, right? It can be valid or it can be invalid. It could be real news or it can be fake news, or in some cases, they may not know anything whatsoever. So I'm going to show you guys this, and I'm going to teach you how to dis distinguish between, between both and how to actually find specific things that it can be used for to help you out in a very good way, things that it can actually help uh, assist you with, tasks that can be done by this tool in the right way versus things that you should not even ever think about using this for, all right? I mean, there's some things that if you think you're going to use it for, you're going to fail miserably. And so I'm going to show you, I'm going to talk to you about that tonight. We're going to talk about it and show you what it is. All right. So um, let me start off here and go in here. Now, I'm going to share my screen a little bit as I uh, show you a couple of articles real quick. All right, this first article I want to show you, I'm going to pull it down, then I'm going to share my screen. Again, I want to make sure that I'm going from sources because that's the most important thing. 
And then I'm going to read this article after I show you the screen. You know, I don't need to keep it up on the screen the entire time. I just need to show you that I'm reading from an actual article. You know, that's the most important thing. Okay, so now you see this on the screen. It says, chat GPT will keep hallucinating wrong answers for years to come and won't take off until it's on your own cell phone, Morgan Stanley says. Okay, so we're talking about an article that was written February 23rd, 2023, a fairly recent article. And what they're talking about is, is this. And let me go back now and come back to the screen here. Now that you've guys seen that I'm reading from an actual article. You can look this article yourself. It's Market Insider, all right? It's an article on Market Insider. So now that you've seen that, I'm going to actually read this article. Let me just read this article because I want to I want to make sure you guys understand exactly what I'm talking about here. All right. It's a pretty interesting article. Chat GPT will keep hallucinating. What are they talking about? Chat GPT will keep giving occasional wrong answers for a couple of years, according to Morgan Stanley. All right. The AI bot sometimes hallucinates meaning it generates responses that are seemingly convincing, but are actually wrong, according to the bank. That's pretty interesting, okay? Keep this in mind. If you think you're gonna take this thing and rely on it for all your stuff, you, and you don't fact check your own, fact check the AI information, you could be putting wrong information out, and you could be analyzing and basing your decisions on invalid information from time to time. Not all the time, but from time to time, all right? You have to think about this for a second. So let's see what else let's say. That GPT will continue to hallucinate wrong answers occasionally for years to come, and it won't take off until it's on your cell phone, according to Morgan Stanley. In a note dated Wednesday, the U.S. Investment Bank highlighted the AI chatbot's shortcoming, saying it occasionally makes up facts. It occasionally makes up facts. This is Market Insider. This ain't Billy Carson speaking. This is important for you guys to know. And the reason why I'm doing this talk tonight, because a lot of people are falling back and saying, you know, I'm all in on this thing. I'm going to use it for everything. Okay, use it for everything. It has some great benefits, but you better fact check it. You better read what you're getting ready to cut and paste into something. I'm telling you, don't screw up. Don't ruin your career. Don't get you. Don't get fired from your job. All right. It occasionally makes things up. That's pretty interesting. When we talk of high accuracy tasks, it's worth mentioning that Chat GPT sometimes hallucinates and generates answers that are seemingly convincing, but are actually wrong. At this stage, the best practice for its highly educated users is to spot the mistakes. Use generative AI applications as an augmentation to existing labor rather than substitution, they added, right? Rather than substitution. Thank you. So what they're saying is you want to augment or enhance existing tasks rather than completely replace those tasks with this tool. If you completely replace these tasks with, your, with this tool, and don't augment what you already have going on where a human being can actually interact and make sure everything is correct or in the agenda or path that you're trying to direct the information to, then this thing can take over and it can actually put out and generate for you 
a lot of wrong information. And then that you can make what you consider to be educated decisions based on what this thing is saying. This is not God. This thing is not all knowing. Okay. At this moment, will it ever be? It may be, but, but at this moment it's still learning. And there's a lot of glitches in the system. So if you're replacing people and places and things and doing 100% of the workload on this tool, there's a possibility that some of your information could be invalid and wrong. Okay. Now, why would that be? Well, think about it. Human beings aren't perfect. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes sometimes. I had a video go viral about three weeks ago. I don't know how many, I think between how many times it got shared, probably had over a hundred million views. And I was talking about a student that created a device that goes on the bone on the back of the ear that allows a person to literally think their thoughts and ask questions to Google. And then Google will send back the answer wirelessly through this device and transmit it through the bone and you can hear it in your head. That was all correct, 100% accurate. Where I made the mistake, the student wasn't from Harvard. I said Harvard in the video. The student was actually from MIT. Just a mistake on my part. I knew it was MIT when I researched it, but for some reason my brain went to Harvard. So I said Harvard in the video, right? And you're talking about me. I mean, I, I, I'm researching and studying all day, every day, all night, every night. And so, but again, at the end of the day, slips like that are bound to happen. Well, who programs AI? Human beings, right? So if we make mistakes, it's going to make mistakes. It's not gonna be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. So don't think it's gonna be perfect because it's not, because it's not being programmed from a perfect source. It's being programmed from a source that is bound to have errors. All right. Let's see what this let's see what else this says. Chat GBT developed OpenAI, recently shot to fame after Microsoft injected 10 billion into the company. While its debut kicked off a sudden frenzy in AI stocks, it also has been met with judgment. Academics have warned that platforms like Chat GPT could print misinformation. For example, insider Samantha Delua asked the language tool to write a news story and it spat out fake quotes from Jeep maker Stellantis CEO Tavares. It actually gave fake quotes that never even existed from a CEO of a major Fortune 500 corporation. Now, what if I was to do, use this to write myself an article and I then took that information and cut and pasted it and posted this article on a mainstream news source if I was a writer for it, right? So, you know, I'm a contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine. I'm a contributor to Rolling Stone magazine, and I'm also a contributor to Biz Journals magazine. They tell you right there in the tool that allows us to post our news articles, do not, and I repeat, do not use chat GPT to write this article, or you will be kicked off the platform. Why are they doing that? Why would they say that? Because of what I just told you right here. This AI created fake quotes from the CEO of a Fortune 500 corporation for a mainstream news source. So if you're gonna rely on this for everything, you're gonna screw yourself. I'm just telling you right now. You better wake up and smell the coffee. See, I got the coffee right here. That's some damn good coffee. <laughs> All right, wake up and smell the coffee. Use it to augment. 
not to replace. It's not ready for replacement yet. It's not developed enough yet. It's still a baby. Chat GPT is still a baby. Okay? It's an absolute baby. You got to remember that. If you think this is a full-grown uh, entity, it's not a full-grown entity at this moment. Will it ever be? Quite possibly. But it's not there yet. All right? Top voices, including Mark Cuban, have laid into the chatbot for that reason, saying the tool will only worsen information. Accuracy will continue to be a challenge for the next couple of years, where there may be a solution to the inaccuracies AI platforms. That's by connecting large language tools such as ChatGPT to specialized domains to verify certain information. In other words, they're going to have to create a fact check system just to make sure that this thing is spitting out accurate information. And if you don't have access to the fact-checking system or the system that verifies the, the content, then, and you're using it for uh, you know, something professional, for example, you could end up losing your job if you screw up, if you, le if you let this thing screw you up. All right? So it's pretty interesting. At the same time, tools like ChatGPT could significantly improve via edge computing, according to the bank. However, to be able to scale AI to even more applications, they would need to run directly on edge devices, which usually do not have high-performance GPUs. So we're talking about applying it, taking this software and putting it directly into the actual CPU itself, directly on the motherboard, to give it a better chance to um, have some additional augmented software to verify and recheck information as it's spitting it out. But what they're saying at Microsoft is that their, um, their edge system isn't capable of doing that yet. So right now, that's leaving most of this up to, you know, web-based and apps. And at the same time, when you're on a web-based or an app, you know, it's not hosted locally on your device. It's hosted on a server somewhere else. And so what that means is um, there's no uh, adjunctive software program connecting to it to help communicate with this software, this AI, to help double-check or recheck information as it's spitting out. So whatever you cut and paste from it directly could end up like I said, getting you in a bad situation, having you have to go back and, uh, you know, apologize, take stuff down, rewrite. Or like I said before, it could force you to make bad decisions based on what it's talking about. If you think you can just type some stuff in this thing and then go spend $100,000 on the stock market and think you're going to win that day, you might be in for a big surprise. You might lose your entire life savings if you listen to this thing because you think it's predicted the next stock market move. So you have to be very, very careful with new tools like this, okay? Extremely, extremely careful. And remember, everything that you type into chat GPT is being recorded and saved and is available to the programmers on that end, the military, the government, and everybody else. Everybody's watching this thing. They're watching every single keystroke that goes into it from every single individual user. Okay, so whatever you're typing into this thing is going directly to the three-letter agencies immediately. So don't start asking no crazy questions because <laughs> you're going to get some knocks at your door or you're going to get your door kicked in. Like literally, all right? Literally, they're going to kick your door in within probably minutes. So you got to understand what you're dealing with here. You're dealing with a global experiment. A multi-billion dollar global experiment running on an artificial intelligence platform that's connected to three-letter agencies 
that want to find out everything about everyone. And at this particular moment, this multi-billion dollar entity called AI is not fully functional to where it has learned enough to make proper answers. And if it doesn't know the answer to something that it won't fabricate, that it will just say, hey, I don't know the answer to this at this moment, but maybe I will in the future. Okay. At this moment, it can still spit out wrong answers and has been spitting out some wrong answers, which is why you can't utilize it for everything. If you think that you're going to pass your college exam by using AI, you're screwed, right? You're screwed. If you think that you're going to pass high school exams, you you know, write papers and things like that, you can screw yourself because it's cheating. When I went to school, we had to know the answers to everything, right? I started school in 1970, what year did I start school? 1977, I skipped straight to the first grade. I started school in 1977. I could have went to the second grade, but my mother told the people I might be uh, too small and the kids may be a little bit more advanced and I'm gonna have trouble adapting. So I just put them in the first grade. I never went to kindergarten, even though I, I could have. But anyway, so I'm in the first grade, um, this is 1977, no computers, no cell phones, no pagers, no Google, four channels on TV. And at midnight, those four channels turned to dead air, Psh, white, white noise. There was no all night TV. There was no cartoon network, Nickelodeon and all these other things to keep you occupied. Video games didn't even exist yet. No video games. Video games like Atari 2600 didn't come out until I think I was um, already in junior high school. We didn't have middle school back then. We had junior high school. I got to junior high school. Seventh grade is when junior high school started. In the seventh grade, my uncle from New York actually came down and bought us an Atari 2600. I played it for two weeks and I got bored and never, never played it again. But I still have the original game box and the original games. It's probably worth about 15000 20000 I guess, or whatever by now as a collector's item. I got bored with it. But anyway... You know, there wasn't a lot to distract you. You had to learn information. You had to go to school and study. You had to take tests and learn how to create the answers. You have to solve problems. Now in school, what they do is they teach you how to memorize answers, right? I can go to a lot of adults right now and ask them simple questions. Like, like I said, what's, what's two times two? You say, oh, that's four. Okay, interesting. Why is it four? Y'all have to stop and think for a minute. Some people I've asked that question haven't even had the opportunity or couldn't create the answer on how to how they solve the problem. They just said, well, I just memorized the answer. We're taught to memorize answers, not to solve problems. That's the biggest situation we have on this planet. We regurgitate basic information without knowing how we came to that conclusion. And here we go now with chat GPT getting ready to enhance that even further, creating a cut and paste phase of information that could or could not be accurate. But nonetheless, even if it is accurate, the person that's cutting and pasting it has no clue what in the world they're cutting and pasting. Half the time, they probably don't even read it thoroughly or analyze it or break it down to make sure it suits their needs. Completely relinquishing all power to a software program. Does it have functionality that can help free the burden of humanity? Yes, it does. I agree with that 1,000%.
I'm not against chat GPT. I'm against the laziness of humans. <laughs> you see? And the neglect of research. That's what I'm against. All tools for the betterment of humanity are phenomenal. I'm, I'm all for that. But then how do we utilize it? How do we put parameters in place to make sure we're doing it the right way? I probably wouldn't have released this in the way it was released. I probably would have put together in a complete tutorial program and a training program that people would have had to pass before getting access to the software. That's just my personal opinion. I would have given them all the do's and don'ts and all the expectations way in advance up front before they can even log in to, to actually utilize it and ask the first question. You wouldn't have been able to ask a question until you learned something about it first. But that's just me. That's the planet I would, you know, I would create. Those are the kind of people I would run. Anyway, let me, let me continue on. All right, I digress. <laughs> Let's go to another article. I want to read an article to you from uh, Markets. Oh, this is Business Insider. Let me pull this down and let me go back and share my screen. And I'll pull it up over here. All right. Let me go back to share my screen. Got a big camera right in front of my teeth. All right, let's look at this next one here real quick. See it on my computer there. Yeah. Eight big problems with OpenAI's chat GPT. OpenAI's new chatbot has garnered attention for its impressive answers, but how much of it is believable? Let's explore the darker chat GPT. That's Business Insider. Right? Okay. All right. Let me pull this down now. Let me go back here. Let me get back on the screen. Let me pull up this article on my computer here in front of me and go through it with you guys a little bit. Let's see what they're talking about. Now, I hope y'all are sharing this video. Everybody need to everybody needs to hear what I'm saying right now because they done lost their damn minds out here running around thinking they're getting ready to, to do everything on this damn thing. You can't do that yet. Maybe in a few years. But right now, it ain't ready. And some of y'all gone, some people I already know lost their jobs, right? All right, so eight big problems with OpenAI's chat GPT. This is Business Insider article. I just showed it to you on the screen. You can look this article up for yourself. This was written uh, May 6th, 2023. May 6th, 2023, Business Insider, all right? Chat GPT is a powerful... AI chatbot that is quick to impress, yet plenty of people have pointed out that it has some serious pitfalls. From security breaches to privacy concerns to undisclosed data that it was trained on, there are plenty of concerns about AI-powered chatbot, yet the technology is already being incorporated into apps and used by millions of users, from students to company employees, students. How in the world are we supposed to advance as a civilization if we don't know how to solve problems? If everything we do is a Google search or a cut and paste from an AI chatbot, how in the world is, are we going to develop this planet into a, a type one civilization? Which right now we're not even type zero, to be quite honest with you, based on the, carves, the carves dev scale of civilization right levels. 
Right now, we're not even a zero yet. We're trying to get to zero. And one day, I'm going to do a whole podcast on the cars dev scale. That's a whole nother talk. But right now, we're not even a type zero yet. Think about that. We're minus zero. We're minus one, actually. So now we got to get to zero. But how are we going to get to type one, which would be a massive, um, a massive paradigm shift for humanity if we're cutting and pasting all the information without knowing anything? Students and company employees. And some of those students have already failed exams, and some of those employees have already been fired. When I hire you to do something for me, unless I tell you to specifically use chat GPT and enhance it, then let me review it before it's put out. If you just go ahead and use chat GPT without reviewing anything and letting somebody above you review it, you can put your job in jeopardy. I'm telling you right now, I'm doing this video. I'm saving people's jobs tonight. With no sign of AI development slowing down, the problems of chat GPT are even more important to understand. With chat GPT set to change our future, here are some of the biggest issues. <clears throat> First of all, let's talk about what is ChatGPT. ChatGPT is a large uh, language model designed to produce natural human language, much like having a conversation with someone. You can talk to ChatGPT and it will remember things you have said in the past while also being capable of correcting yourself when challenged. We know that already, right? <clears throat> it's trained on all sorts of text from the internet, think, Wikipedia, blog posts, books, and academic articles. Now think about this. You cannot take a finals exam using Wikipedia. You cannot graduate from college using Wikipedia. You will fail your exam. Listen to me again. You will fail your exam if you use Wikipedia to, to, for all your knowledge based on what you're going to put into your exams. Your interns and your exams and all that stuff, your term exams, if you use Wikipedia, you will fail. Matter of fact, if you get caught using Wikipedia, they will, your professor will fail you. You don't have to worry about failing because they're going to fail you anyway. Why is that? Because the information in Wikipedia is not 100% accurate. So it's taken from, taken from sources that already are tainted and biased. Learning how to use ChatGPT is simple and easy, but it can be fooled into thinking that the AI systems perform without any trouble. You can be thinking that the AI system can perform without any, without any trouble. However, in the months following its release, key problems emerged around privacy, security, and its wider impact on people's lives from jobs to education. Security threats and privacy concerns. In March 2023, a security breach meant some users on ChatGPT saw conversations and headings in the sidebar that didn't belong to them. Hmm. So when you're on ChatGPT and you're typing in these questions and it's popping out answers, it keeps a sidebar of all the information there, right? Of all the information. It keeps a little, a little sidebar. That sidebar, interestingly enough, can be accidentally shared with someone else. And if it's shared with someone else, then they can see everything you've been asking ChatGPT What have you been asking it? <laughs> like I told you, whatever you type in is going to the three-letter agencies. Every single one of them is, every single one is getting that information at the same time. <clears throat> every single one. So all of a sudden, imagine now some stranger getting access to your most intimate private questions that you're typing in there as well. You have to understand this because it's a tool that can be used to enhance what you're doing, but you can't completely replace 
everything with this yet. This is the point that I'm making. I'm not against chat GPT. What I'm saying is you must be aware of the pitfalls and the downfalls and the issues and the problems that it already has in order to make better decisions about what you're getting ready to do with this tool. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see what it says here. As reported by Reuters, ChatGPT had 100 million monthly active users in January 2023 alone. While that bug caused a breach, it was quickly patched. They fixed that patch for now. But the Italian data regulator demanded that OpenAI stop all operations that process Italian users' data. So Italy said, no, nah, y'all can't. Y'all ain't about to screw with us like this. We're done. Like, block. We just block this. We don't want these kind of problems. We're not about to expose our people to this. The watchdog organization suspected that the European privacy regulations were being breached. After investigating the issue, it requested that OpenAI meet several demands to reinstate the chatbot. So they had to say, look, you, got, you guys got to put some parameters on this thing. Otherwise, you'll never get back in this country. OpenAI eventually resolved the issue with the regulators by making several significant changes. For a start, an age restriction was added, limiting the use of the uh, app to people 18 plus or 13 plus with a guardian permission. That's good. It also made its privacy policy more visible and provided an output uh, Google form for users to exclude their data from training chat GPT. So you better find that output Google form to make sure they're not using your data to train chat GPT and delete it entirely if they, if they want, okay? So you gotta find that form if you wanna be able to um, have better privacy levels attached to your usage of the app. So, <clears throat> This isn't the only way ChatGPT poses a security threat either. It's just as easy to accidentally share confidential information from a user. One good, good example is how Samsung employees shared company information with ChatGPT several times. They shared corporate secrets with this app by accident. Like I said, don't lose your job. Concerns over ChatGPT training and privacy issues following the massively popular launch of ChatGPT, many people have questioned how OpenAI trained this model in the first place. Even with improved changes to OpenAI's privacy policies following the incident with the Italian regulators, it may not be enough to satisfy the General Data Protection Regulation, the GPD, GDPR, a data protection law that covers Europe as TechCrunch reports. So Europe has a very uh, aggressive a uh, privacy um, uh, requirement for any tech company, any software companies, which I love. They actually do a great job in protecting privacy of Europeans. If you are in Europe or you're a European citizen and you put something publicly on the internet or privately, it's if it's exposed privately or publicly, like you can make a YouTube video, you can have said something publicly on a social media post or anything, right, or a blog. But if you want that taken down, it will be taken down immediately they have to you know whoever put it up has to follow suit so or they will be in trouble so they have some really really strict privacy things over there in europe which is actually really really good for the citizens we don't have that here in america it's highly likely that openai scooped up personal information when it trained chat gpt while the laws in the united states are less definitive European data laws still protect the person's personal data, whether they post that info publicly or privately. That's what I just said. Similar arguments against training data are being waged by artists who say they never consented for their work 
to train AI models. At the same time, Getty Images sued Stability.ai for using copyrighted images to train its AI models. So they're even stealing data to train the program, to train the software. You know, they got caught doing that. They knew what they were doing. Why would a multi-billion dollar even risk anything by stealing data to train this software program where they can just buy it outright? You can pay anybody anything you want. You got $10 billion, for God's sakes. Unless OpenAI publishes its training data, the lack of transparency makes it difficult to know whether it was done lawfully. For example, we simply don't know the details about how ChatGPT was trained, what data was used, and where the data came from, or what the system's architecture looks like in detail. Pretty interesting, right? How much time do I got here? ChatGPT generates wrong answers. It fails at basic math, can't seem to answer, answer simple logic questions, and will even go as far as to argue completely incorrect facts, as people across social media will attest. ChatGPT can get it wrong on multiple occasions. Now, to prove this to you, let me go back to what I had asked this ChatGPT earlier. I said, how many times does the matrix appear in the Bible? That's a question I asked ChatGPT just today maybe about nine hours ago. Chat GPT's response was, the word the matrix does not appear in the Bible. The term matrix typically refers to breeding ground, blah, 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 blah. It gave me what matrix mean, but it doesn't appear in the Bible at all. I said, oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. So now I've done lectures on this topic, so I know what I'm talking about, right? So let's see, matrix in the Bible. Let me put this up on the big screen for you guys so you can see what I'm talking about here. I know it shows up in the Bible five times. Let me just type it in and put it up on the screen here. All right. Let's look this up and I'm going to share my screen again and just see what happens here. We know, it appear, we know that it appears five times. I've covered this many times in podcasts and videos. One of my most famous videos is, could the God of the Bible be Satan, All right? I think I talked about it in there. All right, now let's go and check this out. Let me remove this and let me um, pull up this screen. You can see what I'm talking about. All right, so here we go, All right? Let's see here. On this screen, while well, you got it up on that screen. Exodus 13, 12. Thou shalt not set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix and the firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast. The male shall be the Lord's. Exodus 13, 15. And it came to pass when the Pharaoh would hardly let us go that the Lord slew the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of the beast. Therefore I sacrifice the Lord all that openeth the matrix. Okay, go another one. Exodus 34, 19. All that openeth the matrix is mine, and every firstling among thy cattle, whether ox or sheep, is a male. Okay. Numbers 13, 12. And behold, I have taken the Levites uh, among the children of Israel instead of all the firstborn that openeth the matrix. Okay. Numbers 18, 15. Everything that openeth the matrix is all flesh. 
they bring unto the Lord. Okay, interesting. And so why do I know this? Because I do a whole talk talking about the fact that the Matrix, the movie, did not come from some writer's idea. It came from the biblical text because the Matrix is a womb and you have to be born out of that womb to reach a higher level of consciousness. That's really what being born again is all about. It has nothing to do with dipping yourself in a bucket of water and all this crazy stuff. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but you see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? So I asked a simple question to this thing today just to test it out. I said, let me start testing this thing out. And the first question, the first answer I got was incorrect. <laughs> the first question I got was wrong. I went right to I went right to this book. Yes, I do have one of these. I study these extensively. Extensively because I know more than Christians. And so anyway, uh yeah, it's in there five times as I've talked about many times in my podcast, right? And uh the first question was incorrect. The first question. And what's interesting about this chat GPT for people in the thought leader industry, you need to really have knowledge. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to jump into this thought leader industry saying, oh, I can do this now because I got chat GPT. I got, the, I got the AI on my side now. But see, they'll never have the real knowledge. They'll never have the answers. When they hop on a podcast, they won't be able to go in depth into any information that's esoteric or metaphysical because ChatGPT ain't on that yet. So all they'll be able to do is give surface answers and short answers of that, and then they'll probably mumble around and beat around the bush. They won't be able to come up with the real in information. You see? You have to have real knowledge and real information to be in the thought leader industry or you'll be exposed extremely fast. And I do mean immediately. When you hop on a podcast with a well-versed uh, interviewer and they begin to ask you questions and you don't, you don't have the real answers, you don't have the deep answers to those questions, you've been exposed. You can, I can get on any topic. I literally could talk on any topic. And I can have, we can have a great back and forth conversation. Does it, mean I'm, does it mean I'm an expert in every field? No. But I have enough in here and enough understanding of the information, enough, enough discernment of the information that I can actually answer these questions in an appropriate way. See? Let them in. I let somebody in my gate. So, you have to understand that you need to be well-versed. You need to be seasoned. You need to understand how to solve problems, and you need to know the depth of the information on a metaphysical level, on a philo philosophical level. You're not going to get philosophy out of this chat GPT. All right? You're just not going to get it. Running out of time. Let me get into this last article, then I'm going to talk about what you can use it for, because there are things you can use it for. All right? What you can use it for. But let me, let me get to this last article real quick. And then we're going to get to that. One more article up here. Where did I put that article? All right. Let's see. Let me have one more. 
everybody i hope you guys click the like button on this video please make sure you click that like button all right this is really important that we make use of okay here we go this is the one i have here um it's really important that we get that algorithm going here insider next article here so that we can actually uh there we go got it okay there's another article here and i just want to give you one thing that it has here that's really important that you guys need to know this is from makeuseof.com m-a-k-e-u-s-e-of.com it says chat GPT could cause real world harm. Let me give you the data of this article first before I before I proceed. Let me give you the data of the article. May 6, 2023. Make use of. It wasn't long before someone tried to jailbreak chat GPT, resulting in an AI model that could bypass OpenAI's guardrails meant to prevent it from generating offensive and dangerous text. A group of users on Chat GPT Reddit group named their unrestricted AI model Dan, short for do anything now. Sadly, doing whatever you like has led to hackers ramping up online scams. ARS Technica also reports that hackers are selling ruleless chat GPT services that create malware and produce phishing emails. So they're hacking you. They're using this thing to hack into you now and steal all your money, take everything you have. Spying on you, collecting data. Trying to spot a phishing email designed to extract sensitive details from you are far more difficult now with AI-generated text. Grammatical errors, which used to be an obvious red flag, aren't there because ChatGPT can fluently write all kinds of text from essays to poems and dodgy emails. I got one of those the other day. It looked like it came from Zoom, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, video uh, screen app, teleconferencing app. And so I, I have a Zoom um, account and I pay $59 a month. I used to pay something over 1000 a month, but now I don't use Zoom that much, so I downgraded my service because I'm using Forbidden Knowledge TV for all my stuff. And what happened was this email was so incredibly convincing. It looked like it came directly from Zoom. It was clean, clear, well put, well worded, well spelt out. The domain looked right and everything else. And I said, I know I don't owe these people no $900. I'm not paying $900 for Zoom. I've been paying $59.99 for about a year now. So instead of clicking on the email, I went straight to Zoom and logged into my account and checked my account status and saw what my bill was in my last paid invoice. Then I realized, wow, this was an AI-generated email. Let me delete this. I never click on links in emails. People send me links all the time. Some of them are probably harmless to videos and things like that. I never click on any of them. I don't click on anything. I never click on those emails. I don't waste my energy clicking on nothing. I don't open PDF files. I don't open image files. I just don't do it. Because I know you can embed all kind of hacks and malware in all those things. See, you got to understand what's going on out here. These people, listen, they, they're playing chess, not checkers. Literally, they're playing chess, not checkers. Now, before I tell you guys what you can use ChatGPT for, I want to show you a quick commercial for the Forbidden Conscious Awards, which is coming up in just a few short days down in Miami, Florida. Something that you don't want to miss. Every single one of you guys needs to be there in person. All right. You need to be there in person. Tickets are still for sale. We still have a few seats left for this amazing high level event. We have some amazing talent and amazing celebrities that are now conscious that are going to be in the house. All right. 
going to be in the house. So I want you guys to understand that we have to support things like this. We have to be ready to support uh, movements like this because this is how we validate. We validate ourselves. We don't wait for outside sources to validate. When I started doing this and building myself, I didn't go, you know what, I got to have somebody, somebody need to come and help me and put me on. No, I put myself on. And we're going to put ourselves on. We're going to give our own notoriety. We're going to give our own flowers out to each other when while we're still alive. And we're going to let people know that we appreciate them and we love them and we thank them for their work. All right. So the Forbidden Conscious Awards. Here we go. Hey, everybody. It's Billy Carson, also known as Forbidden Knowledge. I want to talk to you about a very special event coming up July 30th, 2023, the Forbidden Conscious Awards, the first annual event of its type. We're going to honor people who have been contributing to the conscious community for decades. People that you know and love that have helped you get to higher levels of thought and consciousness and awareness. And guess what? It's time to give them their flowers while they're still alive. It's going to be a live in-person event, but seats are going to sell out very fast. You want to make sure you're there in person for this amazing level event. It's going to be above the Oscars, above the Grammys. And guess what? You can help vote for the winners. Voting is available on ForbiddenKnowledge.com. And the categories are going to be social media influencer, podcast slash radio host, TV host, actor, director, producer, entrepreneurs, health and wellness, philanthropists, authors, field researchers, archaeologists, space anomaly hunters, and of course, a Lifetime Achievement Award. And you want to be there in person because I'm going to be speaking. That's right. I'll be your keynote speaker that night at the Forbidden Conscious Awards. If you want to come to a mini conference, this is the place to be because I'm going to give you the knowledge that night as well as performances. We have celebrity guests performing. We'll have a halftime show where we're actually going to perform music for you. And don't forget about the pre-event mixer where if you buy a box seat, you'll be in the VIP section and you also have private access to a VIP mixer with celebrity guests. Shake hands, break bread, network, and then walk the red carpet with us and take amazing photos. It's going to be a night to remember. You don't want to forget this. And you help vote by going to ForbiddenKnowledge.com. Go to the Conscious Awards link. You can text in a vote for who you want for any category, as well as if you're out of the country, you can use the web form ballot to still vote for anyone you think is worthy of being honored that night. Make sure you hurry up and get your tickets because they're selling out very fast. I want to see you there. Forbidden Conscious Awards 2023. All right. We want to see you down there. The Forbidden Conscious Awards. And we're giving away a Audi A4 for Forbidden Knowledge at the venue. So when you're there, there'll be an Audi A4 parked right in front of the door where you walk in with a big red bow on it. We're giving that car away. If you want to see the car, it's on my Instagram account at Forbidden Knowledge. I just posted it the other day when I went to pick it up from the salesman. You see him handing me the keys and driving off the car lot with the Audi A4 that we're going to give away. It's an Audi A4 with turbo. Nice car. Beautiful car. That someone's going to win that night just for being there. Nothing to buy. Nothing to do. Just be in the house. Just be sitting in the audience. One random person is going to win that car that night. We'll get the, the title signed over to them that night. And they'll get the keys in their hand. That night is going to be an amazing night to remember, all right? Now, let me get back to, uh, by the way, we're working on seeing if we can stream it. That's not a guarantee. Some people were asking in the comments, can we stream that to Forbidden Knowledge TV? We're working on it, but it's not a guarantee. If we can, we will, but it's not a guarantee. We are working on it, though, okay? The best thing to do is to be in the house that night and be sitting there. Come walk the red carpet, meet me in person, shake hands. 
um, take photos. It's going to be incredible, right? Some people who that show up, just random people, just people coming to the event will be interviewed on the red carpet, be talked to, asked questions. What do you think about the show on the way out, on the way in, things like that? The news will be there, all right? NBC will be in the house, mainstream news. Why is that important? Because they are saying to themselves, wait a minute. These people have spent all this money on this venue. This is like a $200,000 venue, all right? They're bringing people in for awards for what? We need to find out what's going on. So they want to know what's going on. So NBC will be there, all right? Now, let me briefly go over real quick what you can use this chat GPT for, all right? Because there are some things that you can actually use it for and uh, that, that actually can make your life a little bit easier, all right? So let me give you this, the second half of the coin because there's always two sides of the coin, all right? Let me look this up here real quick. Now, there we go, down here, got it. All right, let me bring this down here where I can see it easier. And then we will wrap this for the night. Okay, answering frequently asked questions. So if you, you can install this, remember, remember the key is you can use this to augment what you have, not replace it. Something as simple as answering frequently asked questions or chat bots on your website can enhance your company significantly, significantly, right? Because you can feed it the data that you want it to spit out and it can then uh, spit out that information to consumers and customers and answer questions and so forth, have frequently asked questions answered, provide customer support and resolving common issues. Again, augmentation of your customer service department. You don't wipe out your customer service department. You only augment it with this thing. Generating blog posts, articles, and other written content. It is good to use to write articles, blog posts, and content as long as you do what? You go back and recheck the information, fact check it. Make sure that it didn't give you anything crazy. A human being with a brain needs to analyze it and run a check themselves to make sure that the information is accurate if you're going to use it for your personal blogs. If you're working for a company that does not allow that, like how I contribute to different um uh, magazines online, it's not allowed. Don't violate that policy or you could find yourself getting screwed. Generating blog posts, creating social media posts and captions. Now it's really good for that. Generating the, the quotes. If you want to generate a whole bunch of quote memes for all different types of quotes, you know, inspiration, motivation, whatever, meditation. I mean, it could be whatever you want. Those, it's really good for creating those. And then also, uh, of course, don't claim that you made the quote. Don't say, oh, this is my quote. I made this quote. That would be ridiculous. It's probably going to take quotes that already exist. <laughs> okay? So don't screw that up. The second thing is uh, it can make a lot of captions. It's very, it will generate your captions for your content very easily. Again, make sure you read every single caption before you post it. Um, conducting surveys and market research is great for that. Assisting with lead generation and qualification. Offering personalized product recommendations to customers, providing technical support and troubleshooting guidance, assisting in employee training and onboarding, analyzing and summarizing large volumes of data, offering language translation services. They just translated 5,000 Sumerian tablets with an AI in just a couple hours, I believe. That was just the other day, all right? Uh, offering language translation, assisting with travel planning and booking reservations, creating and sending personalized email campaigns, Providing financial and investment advice, assisting with 
Now, with the financial investment advice, I wouldn't take the advice as I'm about to dump my life savings. I would then go back and check against it. But I would take advice like you should have a life insurance policy. What type of policy should you have? A whole life policy. But, you know, those kind of questions, but not, hey, take your money and put it into this account. Don't do that. Um, assisting with resume writing and job search guidance, offering legal guidance and answering basic legal questions, providing health and wellness advice, offering real-time language interpretation, and assisting with creative tasks such as generating ideas for marketing campaigns or product names. Those are all really, really good tasks to utilize ChatGPT for, and there's probably more than that. Those are just some of the ones that I know about personally. But again, everything that it does needs to be verified by a human being with a brain and a consciousness that has some kind of understanding about what the topic or what the situation is, what the job is, what the task actually is, before you put it out to the world. And if you do that, you'll be better off, all right? Again, the good and the bad. The good is that this thing will can take a, away a lot of burden and time uh, for a lot of people who are entrepreneurs running a business by themselves, right? And only have a limited amount of time to run that business. Um, so again, I wanted to give that to you guys tonight. I got to wrap up because I, I have to hop, hop on the Biohack Your Best Life podcast. So I'm coming right back on in just a minute. I'll be right back on here, but I got to end this live and I'll be right back with Elizabeth Hookstra talking about hormones in Biohack Your Best Life. All right, so thank you guys. Please share this video. I appreciate every single one of y'all and thank you for spending time with me tonight. And I hope you learned something tonight. Make sure you share this video. Peace. Ready? Yeah. Everyone good? Well, phenomenal, yeah.